What if there was a place where wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of this summer. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Take Toy Story everywhere with Toy Story Drop. The world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including the upcoming Toy Story 4. Toy Story Drop launches May 30th. Go to toystorydrop.com slash bachelor to download your iOS or Android device now. Play the game between now and June 20th to unlock a special voice pack and hear the claw. And now it is time for Bachelor Party. I want to continue on with the night, but I'm like frustrated as Um, So the thing I want to say to you all is stay in your freaking lane because... I'm tired of hearing screaming. Welcome to Bachelor Party, presented by Cape Line, a part of the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Juliette Littman. Today, I'm joined by my colleague, the Ringer's culture editor, Andrew Gordaro. Hi, Andrew. Hey, what's up? Weird episode this week. <laughs> Extremely weird. Uh, we're going to go through all the big beats. We'll talk about Chris Harrison, who's TRT, we will report. And of course, that means total runtime. That's all of the moments he spent on the show. We'll talk about some clues we could have gleaned from this weirdo episode and so much more. But let's begin with uh, how the episode did, which is the end of the Luke P and Hannah one-on-one. Andrew, what's your general impression of Luke P? Uh, I'm done. I'm ready to be done with him. <laughs> he like, he started as like one of these classic bachelor villains, but the lat, like, it feels like the last three episodes have been 100% dedicated to this whole thing and it's just taking forever. It does really suck. And it, it, there's been a lot of Luke the last three episodes. You're right. Because we had the rugby date in Rhode Island and mm-hmm. then we had last week with their one-on-one and now this week, the culmination of their one-on-one and it's just like a, a lot of him, and I don't think anyone asked for this, really. And he's he's just he's not that good at talking. No. So like, there's a lot of just like general back and forth where no one's actually saying anything, and it's just we're just going in circles. He, Nothing's being accomplished. <laughs> we also he's just going in circles. So <laughs> <laughs> this week, Hannah decides to send him home. Does not give him the rose. And then instead of leaving, he comes <laughs> back and finds her like in this Scottish castle. And <laughs> it all came across as like very sudden and happening very quickly. Where to, was he walking? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I've always felt that Luke had like a real stalker vibe to him, but I yeah. was I was actually like af- afraid of him this week. So strange. Yes. And so what happens is they're in this room and he like steps back from her. It seems like he's like, what, like 10 yards away. He's a first down away from Hannah. Sure. Yeah. And he just starts like yelling about how he actually <laughs> really loves her and like really wants to make it work and how he like can't express himself. And it was honestly disturbing. It, it was the worst. <laughs> even more disturbing. It worked. I, it's, it's like indefensible. <laughs> 
It truly is. His and not even that he was like, I want to scream. I'm going to show my emotions. It even that felt extremely fake when he's like, I want to move mountains. I hate this. It's like, that was the fakest thing I've ever heard. And she, she at the time seemed to be like, you're still giving me this like weird personality. It was but, so strange. Yeah. It worked somehow. It somehow worked. And there's gotta be a lot that we're not seeing between the two of them. That's my only, that's one of my conclusions from this episode. Yeah, right? But, like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, there was a moment at the end, and I, I I want to talk about the logistics of the final sit-down with Chris Harrison when she's in this very fancy dress. Chris Harrison asks her, like, who's the most fun to kiss? And she says Luke. Mm. And I was really not expecting her to say that. Of course, I was expecting Tyler. Yeah. Duh. Obviously. But, <laughs> but she said Luke. And I just think that there, there just must be a lot between them that we don't have access to as viewers, and we've only seen... And, and this is not excusing him, by the way. It's just trying to explain, like, what's going yeah. through her head. I think it's the only way to understand why she kept him, because there's got to be plenty that we're just not we're not privy to, right? Like, is there any other explanation for it? No, there can't be, because I guess when they were having their one-on-one at, at the castle, when she's having that conversation with producers... Yes. And it just sort of seemed like... You would have thought that a producer would be like, well, you can just send him home. (laughs) I know. But instead, it seems like she's like fishing for reasons to keep him. And, uh, you know, she keeps him through to the night and then keeps him even past that for unforeseeable reasons. So, yeah, something's happening. It was it was shocking. I think him yelling in the in the room in the (laughs) castle will go down in in like the the bachelor blooper reel is like one of the most insane things to happen on this show. So absurd. So absurd. Can I step back for right now? Can I just step back? He's just so disturbing and weird. So strange. I'm really not a fan. Like, big time not a fan. I feel like this is one of the biggest disconnects between fan reaction and lead reaction in quite some time. Because he's universally reviled and all of his fellow castmates have also turned on him. Yeah. And usually when that happens, it like clicks with with the lead yeah. where they're like oh so there's something up here and right. then the guy's gone like within two episodes right and that's but a- this is like seems like she's around or he's around for the foreseeable future oh yeah okay we'll talk about the <laughs> teaser but before we get there that's a really good segue of what you just said because not only is there this disconnect she then spends another like 15 minutes of this episode explaining to us and to the men that she is aware of the problems with Luke <laughs> right. like this was actually like a kind of an like incredible feminist moment on this show where Hannah was just like, I know what's going on. Don't tell me that I don't know. And so basically she she keeps Luke and Luke goes to church. What did you think of that? I mean, that's a <laughs> whatever. Like, I get it. He had a conversation with Jesus in the shower. So they've got to touch base once in a while. Big, big week for religion. To, oh, yeah. to be honest, as Hannah said, she had a, a a prayer served on her heart. The Lord served her a verse on her heart, excuse me. Yes. And that's just a lot more explicit than we tend to get in this show about religion. I mean, maybe that's it, you know? <laughs> maybe it is that's possible. the thing that they have. That is true. It may be something they share. I had heard that one thing that Ben and Lauren shared that really was not explored very much was that they both were religious. Mm-hmm. And that I do think there's, you know, Survivor has a lot of really pretty religious, active Christians on the show. And I do think there's like kind of that component to reality TV that this television show does not really explore, but is actually like a, a kind of a important theme to be aware of in reality TV. Where like I think a lot of the people who go on these shows like are pretty religious. So that is possible, Andrew. Good point. Yeah. 
Very good point. So anyway, Luke has gone to church. Nothing, <laughs> we don't know anything about his visit. I also like interesting to me that he was alone. Like I don't think you're often allowed to be alone on a on a, a production day of this show. Yeah. And yeah, so they scheduled it just for him. Yeah. Like I wonder. <laughs> nice he, church. Yeah. It seemed lovely. Like, did he request to go there? <laughs> like what, what was the whole setup? We don't know. And then finally we get to the rose ceremony. And before Hannah comes in, Garrett questions Luke on if he kept their names out of their mouth. And very hard to be a Garrett fan after today's, oh, this man. week's episode. Horrible episode for Garrett. Major Al, what do you think was his biggest mistake? Well, like, they have, uh, he and Hannah have, like, a really solid one-on-one time, and it's over. Like, it's done. And then he's like, all right, so now that we square that away, uh, I need to ask you something. And he apologizes for asking it before he even asks it, which should have been the sign, like, hey, buddy, don't do this. Yeah, man. Like, maybe (laughs) rethink what you're about to say. (laughs) And then he just makes the whole thing about the Luke feud and is like, is is Luke still talking about other people? And she, I I thought Hannah explained it, like, pretty reasonably, being like, well, you know, I know that you guys all hate him, so I was just wondering what's up with that. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, I was trying to get to the bottom of it. I, I know about what's going on. She did seem reasonable, but I also was like, "Oh wow, she does really like Luke. Like she's defending him. Oh yeah, in this op- in this moment, and doesn't want him to just like take all the heat for not keeping their their names out of his <laughs> mouth." And I, I will say, first of all, the version of events have been shaky. She says that Luke talks about Mike, yes, and Lucas, and Devin and Dylan. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any of that then. And no, this, this no, is, yeah. This is just becoming like standard Bachelor and Bachelor moves now where they tell you about all these conversations that happen, but you never yeah. get to see them. Did this happen on a bus somewhere? Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Like they've got to have the footage. Show yeah, us the tape. Right. Release the cut. I don't get it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I get And, you know, obviously it just stirs up more drama. Yeah, of course. So she's, she says that. And then when Luke allegedly owns up to it, he doesn't mention those people. He's like, yeah, I, t- I talked about some of you guys, but he's not specific at all. And right. it just comes across as like being kind of a psychopath. Yeah, he's just kind of like mirroring behavior and yeah. other people's words. And it's just like, yeah, that's what I did. And then somebody else will say something. He said like, well, no, I did that too. And it's like, well, buddy, like, I think that's probably what makes him, you know, such like a sticking point as the center of drama is that it's impossible to actually pin down reality. Do you think he's malicious? Uh, I think in some ways, but in other ways, he's just like the center of the universe and not really thinking about other people and sort of just mimicking human behavior. Yeah, because I I don't think he's malicious, actually. Like, I I really don't. I just think he is clueless Mm -hmm. and wants to be famous and, like, just probably really wants to last on this show. And I feel like if you go on the show, obviously you have to engage in the willful delusion of, like, yes, this I could find my wife this way. Yeah. (laughs) And so I I kind of, I hate to say it, but I'm kind of starting to feel bad for Luke. Well, that's the, that's like what's so always so bad about the villain edit. Yeah. And, or for the guys who react to the villain, it's just like you don't win this way. Like, because eventually it either gets to the point where you're spending all your time talking about this other dude or you're being so mean that it then switches and you become the bad guy. 
And like this person who doesn't deserve sympathy all of a sudden is getting sympathy. Right. Yeah, it's it's not a winning strategy for this show. It doesn't work. And yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I asked you what was Garrett's biggest L. I think his biggest L was not keeping his voice down as he was getting into it again with (laughs) Man, the thinnest walls in this building. Thinnest (laughs) walls in this in this old castle. What are they doing? Can't can't they uh, get something of something slightly thicker walls, the kind of place that would block a cell phone signal? (laughs) Seriously. She's on she's on a different floor of the building and she can I know, and she's overhearing and Garrett just like absolutely yelling. I actually think that, like, Garrett is the bigger creep. Like, Luke is definitely a dick, and, and he's, like, not for me. But I actually think that Garrett is more, perhaps, like, a, a, a bigger douche. And kind of, like, I don't want to use the B word, but, like, a little bit of a bully. Like, he just kind of, his, his like, cause has become showing yeah. up Luke. And that's just a really bad look. Yeah, he's got a weird obsession with it that, like, needs to show. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And then Hannah really comes to shine after she overhears this, this fighting it's just amazing. She's with Connor. They're supposed to be having one-on-one time. Just poor Connor. He just Connor. cannot win when it comes to Hannah. <laughs> not only did he not get to have the date and she didn't like try to make out with him when they were yeah. in bed together a few weeks ago. Now he gets interrupted by like all of this drama. Like Connor just, just can't win. Also, yeah. if she was really into Connor. I think she'd like be distracted when with him, when with him and like maybe listening. Yeah. She'd be like, let's go less. outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like let's, like, let's make the most of our time together. Like if it was one of the, Guys, we've seen her make out with repeatedly. Yeah. And so then she goes back in the room and she like starts crying and she like gets very upset and is furious with the dudes for being so obsessed with the Luke drama. And it's like, ru- it ruins everything for her. And she then goes off and finds uh, Chris Harrison, who is there to comfort her. How do you think Chris Harrison did as a comforter? Um, I don't know. Not great. No. I, like he's, he's like smizing the whole time and like, just seems very focused on, uh, I guess, keeping her in in it. Yeah. Once again, like when, when he had to console Colton after Cassie tried to leave. Right. He goes full on company man. And he just tries yeah. to make it about how to keep this successful. And I think it's kind of hilarious because you always have to wonder, like, what was Chris Harrison doing up until that <laughs> yeah, moment? Yeah. Where had he been? He just, like, puts down his salad fork. Yeah. (laughs) Was he also in a room close enough to hear all the yelling going on? Like, there's just a lot of questions to wonder about related to Chris Harrison logistics, you know? Yeah. Uh, But it becomes his first great moment of the episode. There's so many more to come when he swoops in. And uh, (laughs) then he just goes and tells the guys that that the rest of the cocktail party is canceled. And they're devastated. Yeah. I mean, I also like it that, like, that's when Pilot Pete and Tyler C are like, you guys suck. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> like, yeah. Can we be cool about this? Yeah. I know. They, uh, They're they the bros. I love those guys. They really are. It seems like these dudes really like each other. Have you been following them on social media? I've been uh, withholding. They really now. they really like each other, except for Luke. They all, they all hate Luke. I think with Luke, there has to be a connection between him and Hannah that we're not seeing, and then also more behavior to make the guys hate him that we're not seeing. Because yeah. it's not just like a petty feud between the few of them, as we often get, but it's like the whole house is really against Luke. Oh, big time. Big time. Big, big time. So everything's like kind of going normal. We're like 30 or 40 minutes into the episode at this point, I think. And it's fairly straightforward. You know, we're used to a, a rose ceremony getting drawn out. Fine, fine. All's normal. And then Hannah gives out the roses. Ultimately, Luke gets one. And um, can I can I just say that I'm very sad to see Grant go home? Yes, me too. Grant was <laughs> uh, Andrew. Grant looks like Jay Cutler. 
Has anyone talked about he this? Does, he does have a Jay Cutler vibe to him. Has anyone talked about this? I think that's why this? I like him. Yeah, no. I know. That's your guy. You're, you know, you're our Jay Cutlerologist. <laughs> yeah. That's why you like him. <laughs> I just, I gained a lot of respect. First of all, this is the unemployed guy. Yes. <laughs> just openly unemployed. Which openly is... unemployed and like kind of pulling a rusty in Ocean's Eleven eating all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean, to go along with the rusty thing, when they have athletic dates, and all the guys are wearing like spandex and stuff. He's just wearing like pullaway sweats from sure. Target or something. Grant might be the most normal person on this on it's, this season. It was so refreshing. Yeah, and I'm not surprised to see him go home, but I am sad. I know. I, I hope we do get more of him. He seems like a fun dude. You know, he could just go hunting with Jay Cutler or something like that. Let's, He's totally free. So let's get them together. <laughs> he does not have a job, so yeah. like sign him up. Super unemployed. Uh, so he's gone. Devin's gone. Devin gives the uh, Sydney on the way out where he's like, I just want you to find the good guys that are here. Sure. Yeah. And then my favorite line of the season comes after the rose ceremony. And I will tell you what that is. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors. Let's talk about Article. Article recently released their 2019 outdoor collection with three distinct styles you'll be spending this summer in patio paradise. Article is the easiest way to buy beautiful modern furniture and save 30% over traditional prices. They cut out the middleman to sell their goods directly to you and keep prices low. That means no showrooms, no salespeople, and no retail markups. Article focuses on quality and construction, offering beautifully crafted contemporary pieces at fair prices. It's online furniture dedicated to modern aesthetic and Scandinavian simplicity. Article offers fast, flat-rate shipping to anywhere in the U.S. and Canada, starting at just $49, with free basic shipping on all orders over $999, and additional options for in-room delivery and assembly assistance. In-stock items will be delivered in two weeks or less, and you get 30 days to return or exchange. I have a few pieces from Article, and I absolutely love them. One is this wonderful cabinet that I got that I think is supposed to be used for, like, wine and, and like, kitchen and bar stuff, but I use it for my shoes and my linens. And that just shows you Article is super versatile and it looks clean, it looks modern, and it all comes at a great price. Article is offering $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more at article.com slash bachelor. Again, that's article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Visit article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Okay, Andrew, my favorite line of the season so far, I think. And it's hard, hard to believe because I've I've spoken so highly of this show so far this season. Is after the rose ceremony, once she's dismissed the dudes who are going home, and Luke stays, Hannah turns to the guys, and it's sort of like it's like the opposite of a mic drop, and she goes, "Okay, now we talk." <laughs> and I loved it. She like, and then she like lectures them about how she knows what's going on and how they're stressing her out. And I just adore how Hannah will tell you when you're irritating her. You never have to wonder. Mm-hmm. You will always know. And I just thought that was like an incredibly powerful moment. <laughs> this whole this whole episode, uh, the, she kind of made the guys look like like first graders who she were misbehaving. <laughs> she did the like zip it. <laughs> Uh, gesture with her hands when Luke was talking. Yeah, she gave him like like a claw hand almost. <laughs> yeah, she's like shut up. I love that as well. It was yeah. really funny. Every time she walked into the room, they would like get quiet really quickly and look guilty. Yeah, she, yeah, she's kind of putting them in their place. I really enjoy it, and I feel like there's a lot of lessons from Hannah as the Bachelorette. One of them is, and this was kind of taken from Colton, but he didn't even mean to do it, but. You just can't be afraid to go off book. And like Hannah, mm-hmm. and, and Mike keeps saying it, and I, I have no evidence that Mike knows this to be true, but he does keep saying that Hannah just does things her way 
And I find it really irritating when he says that because I'm just like, do you even know Hannah that well? Like, what is that based on? Uh huh. But it is true. Hannah does things her way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> like even the uh, the blooper at the end of this where she's supposed to be giving a confessional and she just goes off and literally starts rolling around the ground in Riga. That was so <laughs> weird. And I was like, did you just get really Bizarre. dirty? Yes. She's like around ducks. It's probably so dirty. This is the first time I have felt the bloopers at the end of an episode are like must viewing for The Bachelorette. I know. I usually skip them. And this season I've been like, I need to watch to like connect plots. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's taking a page from when Hannah G wrapped and everyone was really into that. It's True. like actually become important, important to understand the show. You have to watch the bloopers <laughs> yeah, right. to know who everyone is. So yeah, Hannah just, she gives everyone a talking to, and it was just amazing. And she's like all glammed up, but she'd also been crying. Very long night. That must have been like a super longer than usual evening, if I had to guess. Yeah. She also seemed to be frustratedly chugging wine, which I I enjoyed. Incredible. Great shot. Totally. She's a wine drinker, and it's very fun. I appreciate Um, it. And so until this point, like everything's like fairly standard. And then you don't really know what's coming. And then all of a sudden... You're in Riga, Latvia, which I had never considered going to Riga, Latvia before, but now I think I would like to. It looks nice. It looks like a great European city. It does. I, you know, you could just do like a Porzingis tour of some kind. (laughs) Yeah. And it does look really nice. I'm like, oh, I should reconsider going to Baltic nations, essentially. (laughs) Definitely. I was really into it. Um, And instead of going on a date or anything, she just has a like a, a tea date. With Chris Harrison. (laughs) And Andrew, I'm going to reveal to you the Chris Harrison TRT. Do you have a guess off the top of your head having watched this? Uh, I'm going to put it at like 17 minutes. Very close. It's 18 minutes and 11 seconds. Wow. Just a huge app. I think for no studio time, I think that could possibly be his highest ever. Yeah, right. Really high. I mean... 1811. It's a lot of heavy lifting. I know. And he <laughs> he was putting in work. He actually did say that when he came here uh, on my pod a couple of weeks ago. He said that, like, we'll see a lot more of him. And, mm. you know, this is halfway through the season. This episode is 5B. It's sort of like the addendum to last week's. It's not a standalone. Yep. And it's true. I mean, Chris Harrison is the engine that kept this show running. Yeah. I mean, can I ask you, like, what happened? Like, what's going on? Why did we have this week? Yeah, it's just like, it's one of the weirder Bachelor episodes I've ever seen. I so think. Super weird. So, you know, they're in Riga. That's the first sit-down with Chris yeah. Harrison, which is one of the reasons it's so weird. She has two sit-downs with Chris Harrison in the same episode. And they don't really explain to you when each one happened. There's two factors here. One is there must have been a hole in the ABC schedule or off the strength of Colton's season and just in general, they probably were like, let's just do more Bachelor. Uh, and so they probably gave them an extra week. Because earlier in the year, the um, it was announced that Paradise was supposed to start on July 29th. And now mm-hmm. it's been announced that it starts on August 5th, moving back a week. Uh, so they, gotcha. added, they added this weekend, the one that we saw. Oh, okay. So, Just a little bonus episode. Yeah, and I think it's— That makes big, me feel better about it. Does it? What did you think it was? Well, just—I thought it was just, like, this was the episode you're getting, and— like it's just going to be sort of half an half an episode and half now it just, of a recap. It just moves everything back. I mean, that's what it was. It was oh, ha- that's great. half episode, half recap. <laughs> um, but what it moves back is paradise, essentially. So mm-hmm. now instead of the finale being on the twenty second, it's the 29th. I wanted to do two nights. Hard to say. 
And then we get Chris Harrison and Hannah back at the mansion. And I was trying to figure out like when they filmed this. My first thought yeah. was, oh, they filmed this afterwards. But there was a real tell, which is this is no longer a spoiler because they gave so much away in the teaser for the rest of the season. Hannah has a huge fight with Luke, like huge when he, yep. when they oversex as, as Mallory predicted a few weeks ago, she is yelling at him when she says, I've had sex and Jesus yeah. still loves me. And shout out to you, Hannah. That's like a huge, obviously, um, I'm sure it'll be a huge moment in the show and I look forward to seeing it. But that is a really weird moment to contrast with Chris Harrison asking her, like, who's the, who's your favorite person to kiss? And I don't think she would have said Luke after that fight. She right. seems so mad that my thinking is, you know, they come back to LA in between hometowns and fantasy suites to do the rose ceremony. And my guess is sh- they did that sit down whenever they were back in LA for that, that week. That's my best guess. Yeah, that seems right. That seems right. Because don't you think if, if like a guy said that to you and you were so furious, rightfully so, you wouldn't be like, yeah, I love kissing that dude with such a big smile on your face on TV. Sure, yeah. Your opinion will probably shift. Yeah. <laughs> and in, in that sit down with Chris Harrison, the one in LA, not the one in Riga, they give away so much information. They, they basically spotlight five guys. They spotlight Jed, mm-hmm. Mike, Pilot Pete, Luke, and Tyler. And so how can you interpret that as anything but the top five? Exactly. Yeah. It does feel like it's time to just like get rid of everyone else. Yeah. So it's like waving the white flag on, on, and, and, and it's kind of been obvious this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But that is just like sort of a capitulation. Like, yeah, these are the five that matter. Pay attention. It's, it's a little weird because it did feel that way even before the sit down, but now it's kind of just like, all right, so what, what are we wasting time? Yeah. For? Like, what is the point? And I guess pilot Pete hasn't gotten a one-on-one yet. So I'm looking forward to that, but it does just make you want to fast forward to fantasy suites and fantasy suites is episode nine. And so mm-hmm. we have six, seven, eight in between now and then. And I guess hometowns will be good too. Cause hometowns are always fun, yeah. but I have like very low expectations for six and seven now. Yeah, it's just going to be like pretty, pretty standard trimming of the fat. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's super weird. I, I can't think of them having done this before. No, this seemed, I like, when I was watching the episode, I was like, it, did I get the wrong copy of an episode? <laughs> like, am I, am I mistakenly watching something that I wasn't supposed to see? Because it did feel to be revealing a lot and also just so off of format that it was kind of like shocking for yeah. a second. And I, I, I think I have said so many times throughout the season, like they've never, never done this before, usually because it's a positive. I feel like this is just very strange and, and not a positive. I think it could have used a little more, a little more uh, transparency on like Chris and the producer's part just to be like, here's exactly what's going on. Yeah. Because it did feel like an accident for a second. Like, my DVR broke. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it skipped to something. And I would have appreciated timestamp. I I agree with you. Like, more transparency on when stuff happens is is pretty interesting. And I also think would tamp down spoiler culture. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because now I'm going to have to go Google stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, they do... They do some of the work for you, but not all of it. And I I just would want to know more. And I I think that um, there's just so much interest in in this season because she's been great. Like I'm not the only one who's like, wow, this season's been good, I think. I don't know. Do you think it's better than usual? I think we've hit a dip because of the Luke stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it started really strong. I think Hannah is really good. And I think once this drama dissipates and sort of the the front runners rise to the top, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, it's true. Because who, other than Garrett, 
Luke, unfortunately, Connor, Chris Harrison, and Hannah. Like, who else was even in this episode? That's pretty much it. I mean, even, like, Tyler C., I was even, like, trying to find him in the room because it it barely seemed like he was there. I know. Huge mistake. They should (laughs) re-edit it to show more of Tyler C. Oh, it's a good strategy by him to just be like, I'm not even a part of this conversation. It is a good strategy by him. Let's talk about some of the other dude strategies among these fights as well. But first, let's talk about Cape Line. What better way to celebrate Hannah B's journey to find love than with something delightfully bubbly? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails of all the flavor you want and nothing you don't. Discover the margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito of your dreams with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Go to capeline.com and find out where to buy a six or 12 pack of these beauties. Get them in your fridge and get ready to open up a can of having it all. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Cape Line beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Think about all the things you could do if you weren't spending time at the grocery store. For example, you could be watching The Bachelorette on your couch. You could be catching up on past seasons. You could just take a nap, really anything. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour or at a time that works with your schedule. Get the app or go to instacart.com and shop the groceries you need from your favorite local or national retailers. Your shopper then gathers your groceries with care by selecting excellent produce and contacting you if necessary. Then your groceries will arrive in as little as one hour or at a time you select. They keep hot items hot and cold items cold. They also offer exclusive coupons so you can save money on pantry staples. I happen to love Instacart. I'm often too lazy to go to the grocery store at the end of the day when I really need milk or food for, you know, for dinner and for the next day. And so then I just whip out my phone. Try Instacart if you want this experience as well. And you can get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code BACHELOR at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter the code BACHELOR. Instacart.com or through the app with my code BACHELOR at checkout. Alrighty, let's talk about a few of these guys. So, most shocking survivors to still make it to Riga. I'm going to have to... Wait, by the way, before, before we talk about these surprising dudes, did you happen to notice what Tyler was wearing in Riga? Because he looked really bad. <laughs> no, I missed it. What was it? <laughs> he was wearing, like, tapered, like, khaki or white jeans or, like, something that were, like, jogger-like. I don't even know how to describe them. But he, <laughs> were they jeggings? He, it kind of did look like a post-World War II look, Ugh. so maybe he was, like, <laughs> excited to be in the region. But I was just like, my guy, that's not how you do it. It was it was actually really funny. Uh, this dude, this group of dudes dresses so badly. It's hilarious Garrett, to me. Garrett was rocking Jordans in Riga. It, it, with, like, them, with a camel coat. Interesting. Everyone's got great outerwear. I love that also Hannah really wants to wear outerwear. Like she she insists on it, you know? Like she will mm-hmm. will not be cold. And we always <laughs> see her in extra layers, which is a smart move in my opinion. Over the shoulder jackets at all times. Yeah, sure. Exactly. I just want to say I can't believe Dustin slash Justin made it all the way to Riga. We haven't heard, it from, heard is from him in shocking. weeks. I don't know like how he's he's just he must be like the most popular of the unpopular. I do think that <laughs> like, the guys really like him. So it's like worth mm-hmm. keeping him around for that reason. Seems cool. Yeah, sure. Cool nose ring, whatever. <laughs> Just to be clear, the guys that are left are Dylan, Tyler, Mike, Garrett, Pete, Connor, Devin, and Pete, and, and Luke. That's a pretty small group, actually. Yeah. She's really whittled it down. We're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. But I just, I think, I think Dustin slash Justin. What's his name? Justin? It's Justin, right? It's Dustin. Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's week six and I still don't know his name. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's like a mental block. So it's Dustin, huh? Mm -hmm. I think this is like the third time I've had to (laughs) review this on a podcast. (laughs) Dustin is definitely the most shocking. Totally fair. But Dylan is number two. I can't believe Dylan has made it this far. I know. It's so weird. Andrew, tell me one fact about Dylan off the top of your head. I don't have one. He wore a, a light coat in this episode. Yes, he did. And he, That's and he the looks most good. I've got. And then when they hit the streets of Riga, I think he was wearing like a Burberry or fake Burberry scarf on top of a sweater. It looked sure. nice. He Dylan's looked- favorite sport is basketball, I just read on the website. And he's a, te- he's a quote unquote tech entrepreneur. This okay. does make me curious about him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about this guy. I know. His behavior at during this fight was very weird. Yeah, he just was like doing a lot of like faces that would easily translate into an emoji. <laughs> The way that he wrapped his arm around someone's like, what'd you say, big guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what was that? Um, another takeaway I had from watching, seeing them walk down the street of Riga is that Connor does not seem that tall among this crew. And that means they all must be pretty tall. And like Luke seems short compared to Connor, but again, Connor's like NBA height. And yeah. she just got like a lot of really tall dudes. Yeah, I th- I would I would think Connor's like six seven. I know. <laughs> I know. It's pretty impressive to me. But I, I just cannot believe that that even Connor got to stick around. It just shows you how many duds there were. And and people really say that from the beginning, you you pretty much like know who you want. Yeah. And I think that is true because, you know, obviously they've admitted it by highlighting this top five. But um, I don't know. It just seems like Hannah's made up her mind or something. She's, this one she's zoned has, in on them. Yeah. This one has seemed even more extreme than previous seasons where – you maybe had some guys on on the edge, on the cusp, but these ones, it was like from episode two or three, you could pick those five guys. Yeah, I know. Actually, our pal Lauren Zima has been really good at picking them out. If you've been following her on social, she's been like very attuned to who the winners are, or not the winners, but like who's going far, and she's been right from the beginning. So I guess mm-hmm. I just kind of like didn't even try. And also like even I just went back and looked at them walking down the street, and as I said, there's only like really seven of them left. It's just funny because it feels like on the one hand, there should be more. But on the other hand, as we just reviewed, we don't know much about most of them. Right. So. Do you think they would ever, like, let someone go from 15 to 5 in, like, the fourth episode? Hmm. I think they might. I feel like anything's on the table now. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. I want to see what it's like. Also, then you're sort of, you get more time with the ones you're actually considering. Yeah. And maybe, like. Maybe the rivalries heat up a little bit or they become less about rivalries. I don't know. I'm also interested. One of the reasons Paradise is fun is because you get to see the the people interact with each other in like a more kind of natural and consistent way. I'd like more kind of pillow talk from the house. Like, tell me more about what these dudes are up to. (laughs) It was fun seeing Mike and Luke last week awkwardly on the couch and just sort of having access (laughs) to like what they're doing when everyone else is out. I actually would like to see more of that. That's why I've Mm -hmm. always advocated for... Once the contestants get voted off, like keeping them so that they have to like continue to spend time together. And my suggested location is Manhattan Beach, but really it could be anywhere. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready, I'm ready for to it shake too. It up. I'm also ready to move on. I really hope that <laughs> I hope that next week is not all Luke drama, but you know, I am looking forward to the when they have the fight about Jesus still loving him. So can't Let's wait. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus still loving her. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. And how the marriage bed should be kept pure. <laughs> It's just what a way to introduce that conversation. (laughs) Incredible, incredible stuff from Luke. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you to Cape Line, to Instacart, to Article, and to Toy Story Drop. 
Take Toy Story everywhere with Toy Story Drop. The world of Toy Story comes to life in the only mobile game fully themed in the Toy Story universe, including upcoming Toy Story 4. Toy Story Drop launches May 30th. Go to ToyStoryDrop.com slash Bachelor to download to your iOS or Android device now. Play the game between now and June 20th to unlock a special voice pack and hear The Claw.